0: Today, you know, we're going to take a break. Okay, I I think we need a breather about this whole series that we are talking about one month to leave. Okay, I'm going to take a break because this week on the 24th of November, or 24th November, we are celebrating, or the Americans are celebrating this thing called Thanksgiving. And I wish that in Singapore, we have an event like that called Thanksgiving, that we take a moment to cultivate a heart of gratitude. Amen. You know something interesting you know because I'm in this uh you know I've been reading a lot and and and, and something caught my attention yesterday. So I I want to share with you something that I think is really very helpful. You know, you know having a heart of gratitude, right? It's not natural for some of us. In fact, as Sin we as 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 people of sin, saying thank you is not easy for us. In fact, you know, I still remember growing up. You know, when I would complain and complain and complain, and my mom would say, "Ungrateful fella." <laughs> How many of you, someone ever say that to you? Wave your hand at me, amen, so I can see you. Okay, so ungrateful. You know, and and I feel that that's the reason. You know, if if we are going to go through this, uh, 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 you know crisis or whatever situation that we need to go through, you know, we have to be very careful to always cultivate a heart of gratitude. Why? I'm going to tell you why later on, but just a food for thought, okay? Uh, This is written by some uh, 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 counsellor, okay? He says, complaining, I want you to notice, he says, complaining leads to becoming depressed, isolated, anxious, grumpy, or emotionally reactive wow amen you know could it be sometimes we need to take inventory how blessed we are as a group of people so let's turn to the bible if you will stand together with the reading of god's word uh together with me first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 can we stand for the reading of god's word amen first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 okay uh I'm not sure whether it's showing on your screen. Okay, it's showing on the screen. Okay. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Okay, another scripture that I want to talk about is 2 Chronicles chapter 5 verse 13. 2 Chronicles chapter 5 verse 13. It goes like this, indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, for He is good and His mercies endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. The glory of the Lord came down. And why is that glory of the Lord important? Psalms chapter seventy-three verse seventeen tells us. You know, if you have your Bible, Psalms chapter seventy-three verse seventeen tells us, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. You no, know, there are some things I cannot explain it away. There are some things only the presence of God can answer you. That you will understand. So there are times I don't understand why things are tough. I just need you to walk in the presence of the Lord with me. Let's let's turn to Psalms one hundred and Psalm chapter hundred verse four. I love this scripture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. Okay, you know again. When we praise God God inhabit the praise of people out the people but when we have an attitude of gratitude we enter it amen we enter in right away we enter into the presence of the Lord and where the spirit of the Lord there is liberty where the spirit of the Lord is we cannot be attacked by negative forces amen so so again the presence of the Lord is is what we are after and 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 if we can enter in how do we enter in with we enter in with thanksgiving in our hearts amen i'm not just saying thank you for the sake of saying thank you children can say thank you thank you but they don't mean it (laughs) okay so today i want to talk to you because i want to show you if you do not believe a heart of gratitude what would happen to you and how can i cultivate a heart of gratitude Amen. Okay, why don't we just lift our hands. Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. We are so thankful that we are gathered together, able to praise you, to exalt you. Father, we are so thankful, God, that we have a God that is Lord Almighty. We have a God that is a healer. It's a God that is ever-present with us, that we are not alone, that a God that is in us, working through us, a God that is patient. Father, I thank you, God, that you have given us your name. And Father, today, help us cultivate this attitude of gratitude in our lives. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Okay, I want to talk to you today because an attitude of gratitude is not easy. It's not natural. I mean, I was talking to Charles just now. By the way, I want to thank the media team, the sound team, the cameraman, and Brother Alvin here helping us, you know, with this setup. Finally, I don't have to worry about, you know, the different mixing, the fading, and all kinds of stuff. I'm free! <laughs> so that I can preach, I can focus preaching, okay? So, so, you know, I was just talking to Charles, and I asked Charles, Charles, when did my car say thank you to you? Did he ever say, you know, when, when Mommy gives milk, you know, Wen you can tell me later... You know, thank you for your milk. Amen. oh, uh, Maddie, <laughs> you know, Elvin. <laughs> you know, did she ever say, thank you, How huh? you take so down to cook for my food. No, children, infants don't know how to say thank you because infants are all about what? Me, 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 me. Amen. And, 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 and we have to teach our children how to say thank you amen remember you know the days when 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 my children are growing up and then what must you say uh, uh, sorry no 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 no. Uh, uh, thank you you know they must be taught how to say thank you amen so so how do we cultivate a heart of gratitude you know sometimes they say they don't even know what they are saying because everything is demanded you know everything is my entitlement And therefore, this attitude needs to be cultivated in our lives. First of all, I want to say how do we cultivate a heart of gratitude. Number one, physical life is a gift. I say again, physical life is a gift. You know what makes a gift special? You don't deserve it. Amen. The, the fact that I am lifting up my hands, the fact that today I don't have COVID-19, the fact that I'm already vaccinated. Amen. Hallelujah. And Monday, I'm going for my booster jab. Amen. Okay. I thank God. Amen. The fact that none of our family members have got COVID-19. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, and I realize that physical life is a gift. You do not deserve it. job. Chapter 41 verse 11 tells us you know it goes like this who has first given to me that i should repay him whatever is under the whole earth is mine amen god do not owe us a living <laughs> hallelujah the fact that you are living is a gift so don't waste it don't waste it you know a story was told about how some some of uh, 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 you know uh American soldiers, you know, in the Vietnam War, you know, they were just, you know, wasting their life away, going from one brothel to another brothel. You know, they say that, hey, hey, you know what? We never know what's going to happen tomorrow, so we all are wasting our life. And then one Christian brother came up to him, the very fact that I know that tomorrow, that that, that, that I, I may see God. I am not going to waste my life because God's going to hold me accountable of what I have done. I think that's the attitude that we should have as as Christians. Amen. Romans chapter nine, verse twenty to twenty-three. Let's turn there. Romans chapter nine, verse twenty to twenty-three. But indeed, O oh man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed say to him who formed it, Why have you made me like this? Does not the porter have power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel for honour and another for dishonour? What if God wanting to show his wrath to make his power known endure with much long-suffering the vessel of wrath prepared for destruction and that he might make known his riches of his glory on the vessel of mercy which he had prepared beforehand for glory?" Amen. This, is, this means this. You know, I have never heard my iPhone complain to me. Why make me an iPhone when I can be an Android? You know, God, God, <laughs> I have never heard my iPhone complain. You know, I love this quote by John Piper. Okay, John Piper says this. I, I love this quote a lot. He says it's the mindset of being owned, you owe me, God, is the essence of pride. And that leads to the destruction of others. You can see it in history. But the mindset of owing God everything, being adapted to mercy, expecting nothing because of our merits, but only freely in mercy, deserving nothing good from God at all, that leads to a life of broken-hearted humility and service. Amen. Paul put it this way. Okay, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. So, you know what? Sometimes, we look at a person and we look at him and and maybe it it may be a grab, uh, what do you call it? Grab, uh, you know, the person who sent the food over. And they are just rude. And our attitude... Sometimes it goes like this: "Whoa, you so rude to me, i uh. I rude to you, la. But but aren't you glad that God never rude to us? Aren't you glad that God never get never you know when we are rude to Him that God never. Have our hair all burnt. Who? <laughs> what happened to my hair? <laughs> you know, and, 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 and you know what? We don't deserve the goodness. We don't deserve the kindness. And because God treated you that way, can we not respond to the person's bad attitude and respond to God's loving kindness? Amen. Again, let me say this again. God doesn't owe us. Can I hear a big amen from the crowd over there? god doesn't owe us we owe him everything is his already let's turn to some scriptures psalms 89 verse 11 psalms 89 verse 11 goes like this the heavens are yours the earth is also yours the world and all its fullness you have founded them okay psalms 104 verse 24 oh lord how manifold are your works In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 26. For the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. Oh, I love this one. Psalms 139, verse 14 and 18. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well my frame was not hidden from you when i was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written every one of them the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them verse 17 how precious to me are your thoughts O god how vast the sum of them verse 18 goes like this if i would count them they are more than the sense. i awake and i'm still with you amen hallelujah everybody say praise god don't waste your life amen god gave you life to make a difference in someone else's life amen it's not I mean, I'm not against you enjoying once a while, but if that becomes your sole purpose, you are wasting your life. I say again, you are wasting your life. Time is ticking. Let's make time. Let's translate that that time into a message of love to give somebody. Amen. Okay? And and I want you to remember this. You know, we talked about, you know, the couple of lessons we talked about death. And we talk about, you know, there is death. Adam and Eve sinned, right? Then when Adam and Eve sinned, because of Adam's sin, death came in, okay? Though God is our creator, but because of sin, death reigned over all humanity. So now, when we think about death, there is the first and the second death. Okay, but here's the good news. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 18. Let's turn there. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 18. It goes like this. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sin. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the rest of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation. But the free gift flowing, many trespasses brought justification. For if, because of one man trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more were those who received the abundance of grace, the free gift of righteousness reigned in life to that one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass leads to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all. All men. So why can I have a heart of gratitude? First of all, life is, physical life is a gift from God. So is the spiritual life. Amen. Amen. I I say again, everybody say praise God. Aren't you glad that you are born again? Amen. I I say again, you you should get excited about this. Amen. Aren't you glad you are born again? You know, the reason why people don't appreciate being born again. And you know, being born again is spiritual life. You know, you are entering the kingdom of God. You know, many of us think, you know, that becoming a Christian is just to not want to go hell. Dude, that is so religious in your thinking. Being a Christian is more than that. I'm entering to the kingdom of God, and I am the Child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the world may not know Him, and Adam fell. Now I am partakers of that second Adam, Amen. And now I am supposed to be fruitful, multiply, subdue the whole earth. That through me and the backing of God and the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit, we can infiltrate our world and change it. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Christian walk is really about. It's not about oh, oh, you know, I don't want to go to hell. Oh, oh, you know, and and if you live like that, life is very boring, one all you want to say go church, come back, oh, go church, come back, go church, come back. You know, it's very boring. No wonder you know you lose sight of your giftings. You know because God is wanting you to go back home, tell the people about the good news, lay hands on them. Amen. Because you got authority over every sickness. And then when you lay Lay hands on them and you pray. You know what? God says, I'm going to manifest the kingdom of heaven. Bam! Wow, amen. You know what? Miracle signs and wonders are part of the kingdom. Amen. Lay hands on the sick, amen. Bring hope to the hopeless. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. Why watch Korean drama when you can be the drama? Amen. When you walk into people's life and and share the good news. Amen. Oh, let me tell you what God has done for me. Everybody say praise God. You see, entering the kingdom, God is going to use us. He's going to show the world, you know, how he can use us. You know what? Uh, You know, yesterday I couldn't cheat this off. You think about it, you now, If Adam and Eve never sinned, what the world will look like today? I mean, they got engineers, they got... I mean, those things will still be around. I think, I'm not surprised that we are conquering galaxies. And now I understand what Brother Chester Wright is talking about. You know, when he was talking about galaxies and all this, you know, they're like, ah, oh, sure, no, sure. But you think about it, if, if Adam and Eve did not sin. There'll be no poverty. There'll be sustainability. Everything is okay. Man's brain is fantastic. They have they they, they will never die. Adam will still be around. Adam can learn from his mistakes and he impart, you know, those giftings. You know, all those people, people like Einstein, if there's an Einstein, you know, who's born again, will, will, will share his ideologies and share his ideas, and there'll be no poverty, there'll be no sickness, there'll be no hospital, there'll be no curses the world will go beyond have you thought about it I mean just imagine in the fallen stage already men so smart but what if they have not fallen and that's why Jesus Christ is coming back again that's where the millennial is going to come 1000 reign, and guess who is the one that's going to rule and reign forever together with Jesus Christ you and I hallelujah everybody say praise god amen that's what god is giving us right now to practice practically how to be a judge how to how how to judge sin how to judge sin in your life how to live godly because you know what there's still going to be holiness amen that God is teaching us how we gonna because every one of us are gonna make account of our life how we're gonna spend our money did you use the money to expand my kingdom just like how I given Adam and Eve the resources have you used those resources to spread out the gospel plan or are you just holding it up and build your kingdom of self amen everybody say praise God you know again You know i it makes me want to get more invested everybody say praise god again i rejoice that i can enter the kingdom of heaven you know what the kingdom of heaven has no end (laughs) hallelujah you know what next time you know some of us will be rulers of china don't know whether they got china at that time or not Uh, taiwan you know hey alvin how's india God always put that in your heart. Amen, India. Okay, you know, and then you tell me, oh, oh, economic good. Ah, but, but no need vaccine. I lay hands on them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I mean, folks, you know what? Let me tell you something that i have got to be real honest with you. I believe the reward is better than life itself. That's why I'm sacrificing. You know what? The Bible says this. eh? Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. You don't have to turn there. He's coming quickly. You know what? He's coming with rewards. eh? Folks, there's going to be a reward time. And then when God call upon you, Elvin done. And if Elvin didn't, Invest anything. You know what the Bible says? Your sin will be shouted to the rooftop. First of all, if you never, there will be a shaming process. I, I, I gave you a promotion. So what do you do with it? You squander it for yourself? Then why I give you life for what? Why I give you the promotion for what? For you just to squander yourself instead of helping me with the... Kingdom come, that you can have used it to bless a poor person. My goodness. It's very real. Next week, I'll be talking about that. What would Jesus say? Do you know, okay, just for for your information, do you know that two-thirds of the parables are all about end times, about judgment? Do you know that? You know, yes, before Christ, God's not going to judge you we are born again but now that you know better what have you done you know and again you cannot serve God in your flesh flesh selfish flesh want to sleep in (laughs) amen oh I've been wrestling with my flesh man oh (laughs) amen you know what I I I realized during this pandemic uh, here's here's my honest conclusion I'm very codependent on you guys, the church. Everybody say, Praise the Lord. How many of you are thankful for the church? Come on, raise your hands. Amen. I am so thankful. But then, when no church, when nobody, you know, no activities no more, I realized that I got to be taking ownership of my own walk. Not so easy anymore. Read the Bible, fall asleep prayer meeting uh, 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 talking to each other one corner hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, pastor say what I don't know uh, uh, you know you're not in let, can I share something with you you know let me tell you something uh, we all got to take ownership for our walk we cannot take ownership if somebody don't walk for God fine that's within him and God but you got to take your own ownership. You cannot say because, uh, because, because, uh, this one wasn't given to me, because you can't say that at all. You got to take ownership. Okay? So let's thank God for this, this brand new life. Amen. Amen. Life in Jesus Christ. Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Or, or let's turn to Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Let's turn there real quickly. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Titus chapter 2, verse 14 who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed, purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19. Okay, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. Oh, this one is very important. For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 23. For you bought with a price. Do not become slaves of men. Okay? Uh, a few more scriptures. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Therefore, take heed to yourself, to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made of you overseas, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God demonstrated his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us amen he paid a price you know let, 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 let me give you in a nutshell mercy is not getting what we deserve grace is getting what we don't deserve mercy tells us <laughs> grace tells us <laughs> you see what I'm saying you can see the difference Mercy tells us, Henga, botio, ah. you know, then grace tells us, wo, ho, ah. you know, wow, really. And, and, and here's the thing grace teaches us, Titus chapter 2, verse 12, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. I want to share a story with you that Brother Lee Stone King taught me. You know, and, 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 and that really helped me when I want to pray for the sick. You know, he said this, you know, in a revival service, you know, while wow, God was moving people, being healed, and he saw a man on a wheelchair. He saw a man on a wheelchair, and he grabbed hold of his hand and said, do you want to walk? Yeah. And then he lift him up. You know, and he started beginning to walk for the very first time, and he began to walk, 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 walk. Wow. You know, and then he was jumping, shouting, and then suddenly the excitement go down. He go back to the wheelchair and sit down. Then, brothers, don't keep wondering what's going on. I mean, why is he sitting there? I mean, he should be walking around excited. You know what his reply was? "Uh, If I walk, that means I have no more funding. Uh, I will not get any more support. Well, wow, Brother Stonky was so angry. If God can heal you, don't you think he can give you a job? If God can heal you, don't you think that, that he who began a good work will complete it? Which one is, which one is a, God just performed a miracle? But when you think about that story, it's not like us. It's like us. God saved you from the world. And then you go back to the world and flirt with it. And it was the very sin that, 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 that introduced death. And, and he cannot touch you no more. And that's how many people are playing, God, uh, playing, playing flirting with Christianity. Uh, uh, nothing happens, so I can just flirt around. Uh. Oh, flirt around, wait until you got God. You know what, let me tell you something. Sin will always take you further than where you really want to go. If nothing is going on in your life, you better invest now because there's, no, there's nothing. Or you need a catalyst. <laughs> Problems are good catalysts for you to go into the prayer closet. Amen. I mean, come on. This is not a time for us to waste our life teaching us to deny ungodliness. Amen. You see, when you are born again, you, you have two natures. You know, one there is this is, is, is of God, and one is your own nature. Amen. It's like that man who says that I still want to be in my my, my bound by wheelchair. I, I, I want to be a slave to my sickness so that I can take some benefit. When God says I can set you free, I, can, I You can get married. You can have many generations. You can do. I. I. I I'm, I'm for you, and you willing to just go back and sit down, huh? Oh. Amen. And 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 not be thankful. That's the key word, not thankful. You know. And and we're going to talk about that. The first stage of apostasy. If you don't know what the word apostasy is, a falling away. Is an attitude of ingratitude. We're going to talk about that later on. Okay? And then let's talk about this. Another thing that will help us cultivate, you know, an attitude of gratitude is good things. Amen. James chapter 1, verse 17. Okay. James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, of whom there is no variation or shadow of turning amen every good thing what's a good thing <laughs> he that finding the wife is finding a good thing amen praise god amen hallelujah you know if the coffee tastes good it's a good thing praise god thank you jesus oh by the way can you taste the coffee yes amen that means you don't have covid-19 and then that means you have taste bud <laughs> thank you jesus amen amen oh you can see the color yeah you can hold it yeah. thank you jesus you got arms and legs that's working every good thing you see the problem with us is that we become so familiar and then you know those benefits right you know become you know what uh uh, uh something that we we take for granted on a daily basis health we, is wealth Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says, "Let everything has breath, praise the Lord." Everything when you get up, Hallelujah, I'm alive. Amen. And then another thing, I love this one. Another thing is hope for the future. Okay, what's the characteristic of hope? The characteristic of hope is found in Romans chapter eight verse twenty-four. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope? for what he sees you see we are saved by hope we haven't seen ourselves glorified yet in a glorified body so so hope you know what i I may not know but i have this hope amen this hope in the future let's turn to Romans chapter 8 verse 28 Uh, for we know all things work together for good to those who love god to those who are called according to his purpose. And Philippians chapter 1, verse 16, being confident of this very thing, that he who has began a, began a good work uh, in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 3, verse 3, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Let me say this, what the world needs today is a fresh dose of hope hope makes you want to do try new things when someone don't want to do anything they are feeling hopeless and they could be feeling hopeless because of their sinful nature that's why they need the hope of glory the holy ghost living inside of them that we need to pray for them for that hope when you have hope then you want to try you will start to purify yourself amen you start to think correctly so so you know four things life it's a gift everybody say praise God amen let everything that has breath praise the Lord can we do that Let it, if you have breath say hallelujah or something like that so I can hear let everything that has breath say hallelujah Wow, very exciting eh? amen <laughs> one more time let everything that has breath say hallelujah Praise God. That sounds better. Amen. I, I, we need to warm up a little bit. Some of us, some of us coming together, a bit stiff in worshiping. You know, sometimes we all gotta get back up and just move and jiggle around, you know, you know, do something. Everybody say praise God. So we need to be reminded. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Okay? I want you to notice this particular scripture. It did not say for everything give thanks. I don't give thanks for cancer, but it says in everything, in every situation, cultivate an attitude of gratitude, gratefulness. It means in my situation, instead of complaining find something to thank God about amen. amen find something to thank God about like for instance if you you, you have a hard time with your son you know and and, and you know what instead of just oh, losing your temper and complaining about your son you may say thank God I have a son to complain about amen Hallelujah. You change the whole situation. Because why? At the core of every healthy, vibrant, overcoming, productive, victorious Christian is a heart of attitude. Amen. You know, what today we need, amen, is a healthy vaccination uh, being inoculated with a, 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 a heart of gratitude. Amen. Amen. You see, you know, having an attitude of Gratitude places us into a healthy disposition. First of all, the disposition that we are not God. Come on, everybody say praise God. Because remember the first temptation is that I want to be like God. Amen. Oh, if you partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll be like God. Amen. Remember two characteristics that are destroyers to our relationship with God. Number one, pride. Number one, everybody write this down pride. James chapter 4, verse 6. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18 tells us pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. The next thing that we need to look at is after pride comes what? Selfishness. Romans chapter 8, verse 7 and 9. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. When you think of the word carnal mind, okay, some translation put the sinful nature. All of us have it. We got two operating systems. Amen. We got the sinful nature and we got the spirit of God. (laughs) Amen. It's up to us to yield to which spirit, okay? amen okay so so again in verse 8 it tells us so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God but if you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ he is not his see what are the two characteristics that will build any relationships any relationship number one humility and number two selflessness servanthood Matthew chapter 23 verse 11 to 12 but he who's greatest among you shall be your servant and whoever exalts himself will be humbled and he who humble himself will be exalted when you walk in humility god gives you grace to operate in your supernatural giftings and i wrote this down i love it it's not mine it's by uh what's his name td jakes humility will open opportunity let me say that again. Humility will open opportunity. Romans chapter 12, verse 6 and 8. I'm going to read only verse 6 and then you can read the rest yourself. Having then gifts, deferring according to the grace that is given to us. How does grace come? Humility. And then when you walk in grace, then you walk in supernatural giftings. Amen. Wow. Everybody say praise the Lord. An attitude of gratitude will activate a spirit of servanthood in us. And servant has special access to the unlimited God. Amen. You know, that's why, you know, sometimes, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this. I'm, I know of individuals that are always there when we need them. You know, they are here, they are there, you know, whether it's any ministry or so. But then somehow or other, right, they keep on serving, serving, and then they find their giftings <laughs> you know of course what the more you serve the more you will find out what I am supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do and then, then when it's becoming beyond you guess what happened Matthew chapter Mark chapter 11 verse 24 therefore I say to you whatever things you ask when you pray believe you receive them and you will have them Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24. Whatever you do, do it heartily so that the Lord, and, uh, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Second Corinthians, this is my favourite one that I want to talk about. For Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 18. For God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things, you may have an abundance for your good works amen everybody say praise god you see when you start to operate in grace god can't help it because you are representing him when you are representing him you know you are representing a company that may sell a product say hey i need more product god is unlimited you want more product whatever you want what resource you want i give you because you are representing me amen That's why when we walk in humility, you walk into grace. And when you walk into grace, grace unlocks you. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, worst of all, here's the part that I really want to talk about. I believe that anyone who fails to cultivate an attitude of gratitude towards God will slowly fall away. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. This is the scary part. Let's turn to Romans chapter 18. Romans chapter 1, sorry. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 to 21. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they are people sitting on the pews, they knew God. They did not honor him as God and give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. wow they did not honor him after what god has done for them they did not appreciate salvation they did not see salvation oh oh god has given me this salvation this is so precious i i don't want to flirt around with it whatever i can do oh oh this 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 hope this hope of glory amen i i i do not want to to just let it go, my goodness, you know, it's, it's just like, you know, sometimes, I, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, uh, maybe it's an old level, you know, uh, you fail, and the teacher is willing to give you, you know what, a retake, hallelujah, everybody, everybody say praise the Lord, amen, come on, how many of you know what I'm talking about, retake, like. you don't have to take the whole semester, like. you don't have to take the whole, what, uh, whole year, Just retake that paper. Instead of cherishing, I still got one more. I still got one more chance. I still got one more chance. Guess what they do? For five minutes only. That's what I feel many people, many times come to the altar, say sorry, but you're not really sorry that you broke God's heart because you keep on breaking His heart. Repentance is when you break God's heart. After the thing that you've done, and you still do it again and again. You know what the scripture goes on to say? There comes a point where your repentance is called willful sin that no longer becomes a sacrifice to your willful sin. Wow. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You see, God is long-suffering. Everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, come on. Everybody say praise the Lord. But, 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 but at the end, he got his limits you know, again, you know, I'd rather you get say, God, teach me what means by repenting. I'm not sorry for my sin. <laughs> Turn me around. <laughs> Amen. So, so again, you know what? These people, this group of people that is falling away, they fail to honour Him. What do you mean by honour Him? To acknowledge His attributes. Amen. To acknowledge and praise Him for His perfection. And then to give thanks. Natural creation was intended... To lead men to glorify god and express gratitude to him amen oh i i love this quote here cessation from honoring and thanksgiving to god leads to disastrous consequences which the apostles now list okay i'm going to go quickly now roman chapter 1 verse 21 it says for although they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks to him but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened then verse 24 therefore god gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. For this reason, in verse 26, God gave them up to dishonorable passion for their woman, exchanging natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And then verse 28, and since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind, which means perverted perverted, corrupted minds to do what they ought not to be done. They were few. verse 29, they were filled with all manners of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, uh, malicious, uh, maliciousness. They are gossip, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. And they, though they know God's righteous greed, that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Wow. Strong. What was the root cause? Ingratitude. Amen. I say again, ingratitude. They are not thankful for all that God has done. Every saint knows that he ought to give his being over to his Creator, worship and glory. Amen. And be thankful for life itself and His blessing. But man refused to both worship and and, and, and have an attitude of gratitude. As a result, man became godless and thankless. Godless and thankless go hand in hand. Okay, here's a scripture that, you know, uh, that's found in 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 and 2. You know, in the last days, difficult times will come, reason, for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy. Gratitude deficiency leads to an unholy life. Ingratitude has always been regarded as one of the worst of crimes. Amen. So, how do we prevent this? Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. Oh, I love this one. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in your life in Him, rooted and being built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness amen so what's the meaning of overflowing with thankfulness is to exceed a fixed amount or the number of measure to continue flowing present tense keep on super abounding amen amen there is a fountain and stream of river of gratitude continually flowing from your hearts amen so how do you know that you have an attitude of gratitude or your, your your gratitude has dropped to dangerously low levels number one your heart and your mouth <laughs> everybody say your heart and your mouth come on everybody say your heart and your mouth the primary function of the heart is to pump blood throughout the whole body amen the pump blood carries oxygen and nutrients to the body amen so so out of abundance of the heart the mouth speaker you know some people say oh i better got my mouth no that's not the issue you need to change your heart (laughs) amen luke chapter 6 verse 45 tells me a good man brings good things out of the good store up in his heart and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil store up in his heart for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of matthew chapter 12 verse 34 you brought of vipers how can you who our evil say anything good. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Proverbs chapter four verse twenty-two. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for it flow the springs of life. If gratitude is in your heart, it will come out from your mouth. Do a self-diagnose. A breath test. What comes out of your mouth? Common diosic of complaints. Pure air of praise. Amen, appreciation, words of worry, words of worship, the odour of grumbling, or the sweet breath of rejoicing. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 tells us, Do not let any unwholesome thought come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Amen. Favorite quote from my wife. Amen. She says this, if you got nothing good to say, don't say. (laughs) Everybody say praise the Lord. You see, unwholesome means what? Rotten, putrefied, corrupted, not fit to use, poor quality, bad, worthless. See, Romans chapter 3 verse 14 tells us, their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Amen. Okay. You know, again, we need... To watch what's coming out of my mouth if if, if things of complaint, things of ah, when good things you also say bad things. It, it, should, it, it could mean that your your, your, your your what do you call that your, your attitude of gratitude is dangerously low. So you need to, to 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 stop for a moment and pause, amen. And and not let this negative talk keep on eroding you, amen. And and say, Oh, you know what? i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart oh i thank god that i have life i thank god i have a mouth i thank god that i can complain <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> you know i thank god you know you start for a moment and you laugh it off and you start to have an attitude do you not know that the attitude of gratitude can save relationships you say oh uh, huh how Well, right, if, if i'm upset with my wife uh, I mean, I can always think of all the negative things. Why like that? Why this way? Always talk to me like that. I mean, I, if I want, all oh, I can stop. Wow, she make coffee for me every day. Like, hallelujah. Wow, she cooked like hallelujah. Wow, she 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 put glass thing. Oh, you know, you you stopped to be grateful and you take inventory and realize that life is not so bad after all. (laughs) Everybody say praise God, amen. I mean, like sometimes, right, you know, you are glad that you are marrying somebody that loves you, amen. You are marrying somebody that will tolerate your nonsense, hallelujah. I need to praise God and say thank you, Jesus, you know, for Sister Weah who can tolerate all my nonsense, amen, and I'm full of it you know and all those things take a moment thank God you know just thank God and then you will sort of calm down this is the most healthy emotions that you can help yourself calm down and realize it's not so bad after all trust me when you are in a trial it always seems bigger than what it actually is so stop for a moment an inventory count it all joy when you face various trials that means treasure hunt your life what's working praise god i'm alive yeah i got health yeah amen i got a job yeah why are you are not excited? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, these are things that are important, you know. <laughs> Some of you, you know what, uh, uh, I got a wife, yeah, I got children, yeah. You know, keep on screaming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm single, yeah. You say, why single so happy? Of course, because you got all the time in the world. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You see, again, I, I, I want to remind you, in james chapter 3 verse 10. that's why we don't use words that are not glorifying that the world use you know why because james chapter 3 verse 10 tells us for the same mouth come blessing and cursing this thing should not be so my brothers and sisters, a spring does not pour out fresh water and bitter water from the same opening does it you know trust me when i was growing up as a christian in every sentence there's a vulgarity. Every. And it's not the S word. It's really bad word. And Sister Jenny caught me and showed me this scripture. You're born again. Huh? Yeah. Can salt water and fresh water come from the same well? Oh yahoo. Oh. I, I, I used the word, use the word, how you spell the word? Uh, D-A-M-N. And she said, don't use the word. It's not good. Why? Because of this particular scripture. You know what they say? If your heart is totally out and you spirit-led, those words cannot come out of your mouth. In fact, sometimes when the words come out, you feel grief in the Holy Ghost, eh? You should feel grief. (laughs) You know, because this is the new nature. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, help me here. Say, everybody say, praise the Lord. So, again, Thanksgiving is really a gateway to the atmosphere of heaven. Amen. And, And notice, when you read the scripture, it's amazing. It's amazing. How many times Paul will say, Give thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share his saints' inheritance in the light? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 10. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1. But thanks be to God who always leads us into triumph in Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God. He give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So, What do I need to do right now? I think we need to change a perspective. Romans chapter 6, verse 16 and 18. You know, I've always said this: you got to change your perspective for a moment. If you want better mental health, you gotta change the way you do things. You gotta meditate on the right thing, you gotta meditate on things that will bring you virtue. And one of the best kind of meditation that you will ever do is to be thankful. Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Know ye not whatever you yield in meditation, you become the thing that you meditate. You got to worry, then you will always be fearful. Amen. Those things that you yield yourself, you yield yourself to money, you become... Money, no hard one. <laughs> Come on, it will, you know, because you, whatever you surrender to, that's what you become. You know, then in, 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 in 17, but God be thanked, amen, again, God be thanked, that ye were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you, being then made free from sin. Ye became the servant of righteousness. Hallelujah. You know, so this Thanksgiving, amen. Stop for a moment and thank God for all the things that you have. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, wave your hand at me. Thank God for a house. Thank God. You know what? I tell you something. Uh, being grateful will destroy materialism and last in your life. Amen. That's why I love it uh, when people go to a mission trip, when they come back, Whoa, they don't have this, they don't have that. So I better keep quiet. You know, they still can serve God, they still can praise God. You know, wow. Oh, you know, you go to a country. You know what? I I'm gonna tell you, I don't care where you are, but there's always someone less fortunate than you. Amen. We Singaporeans are rich. Can I hear a big amen? Amen. So you know what? I've also realized this when you become grateful, it's a wonderful springboard to creativity to solutions amen that's why the bible says in all things give thanks for this is the view of the father don't let all those negative depressive things deflate you bring hopelessness to you because when you are thankful then you become hopeful Amen. Am I making sense here? That you will make a way. Amen. That's another opportunity to glorify God. Amen. God, you allow it. You are for me. You are faithful. You have given me the power of prayer that I can ask anything in your name. And because I represent you, Father, glorify your name through me. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope this lesson has helped you. You know because I think we need a booster shot of Thanksgiving <laughs> amen how many of you realize what I'm gonna say here you know agree with me you know because all this while is more people die uh, cannot go this cannot go there are uh, two people dining uh, da, da, da. You know, the vaccination for what wow you know uh, come on let's let's be thankful Amen, amen. I mean, uh, I, I wonder what would happen if we go to the Instagram and and, and write to our Lee Hsien Long, you know, our Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long, thank you for doing a good job. And write to, to, to Lawrence Wong, let's say that, hey, I love the fact that you are making things better. You know, uh, then write to our, our Minister of uh, Health, you know, just write something edifying. They got Facebook, they got Instagram, just saying that behind you, support you love you praying for you you're the best (laughs) and i'm glad i'm a singaporean amen Amen. everybody say praise god aren't you glad that you are singaporean thank you for that overwhelming response come on are you (laughs) glad that you are singaporean yeah i'm glad i'm a singaporean amen there are times where, where where you need to get god a healthy dose of love for your nation, you know, so I'd be thankful. Amen. Why don't we all stand? Amen. Let's let's pray. Amen. Uh, I'm not going to keep you long today. If you have a loved one on the left or the right, look at them and say thank you. Amen. Say, I love you. Thank you for tolerating me. (laughs) You know, you know, thank you for being there for me when... I give you a hard time you know whatever it is but say it from the bottom of your heart lah. don't just say thank you thank you you know sometimes we just say thank you thank you thank you you know I, I, I you know what grab riders they come take a moment and say thank you you know even though they drop the food and they want to pay stop and say that no need lah. no need you you done you you, you write the bicycle you go all the way here thank you thank you thank you for feeding my family thank you mq thank you charles thank you every one of you sean thank you mark thank you jonah thank you Eunice. for being the cameraman amen oh thank you daryl he's hiding there amen you know all those people that have made this possible, thank you. Take a moment this week to have a dinner. And before you have your dinner, okay, all you need to do is, before you just dive into it, eat, take a moment, thank everyone on the table. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Is this okay? You, you know, again, take a moment to consider what was done on your behalf amen for all you that have parents take a moment to thank them amen honor them that day praise god can we just leave our hands all over this place amen father in the name of jesus lord i pray lord i pray right now in the name of jesus god that you will help us come on just Let your voice go for a moment. Father, we thank you, God, for being so good to us, God, when we don't deserve it. Lord, we are so grateful. So grateful to you, God, all that you have done. Lord, we thank you for this thing called life, Father, that we often take for granted. Every day when we get up, we take for granted, God, that we are alive. We think that because it's done so frequently that we become familiar with Life that we have an entitlement attitude and we waste it father you have given us life to give life to someone else so father let us be reminded God that every good gift comes from above Lord that we have a hope in you lord again in the name of jesus lord that your hands will be with us lord right now as we call upon you jesus god right now to lead us and guide us to lord just like you are on earth almost everything that you do you give thanks to the father and you are trying to show us that way amen let that that we never saw Thanksgiving as a spiritual weapon and father this is a spiritual weapon that we can use in our daily lives to save when there's no motivation Lord when there is no motivation to serve when we are thankful for that relationship suddenly a surge of energy will come to help us do things that we may not want to do so father in the name of Jesus God we are gonna take a moment and father Can you agree with me right now father forgive us god if we have not been grateful amen can can we just leave our hands for a moment right now god forgive us god that there are times we have taken you for granted and we have not been grateful god instead of saying thank you god we We just have a bad attitude towards you father It's a lack of gratitude so father every day teach us how to cultivate gratefulness god on a daily basis lord that we can serve you lord that we can serve others around us god again help us know god that we are not the entire picture but you are the entire picture in jesus name and all god's people say amen